Don't smile at me. Maybe you're just mad at puzzles. A little bit older. A little bit bolder. Yeah, boom. <laughs> uh, football. Yay, Seahawks. Woo. El Drake. Oh my god! <laughs> yes! Nailed it. Hello and welcome to the Emotive Pixels podcast. This is our episode for Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Before we get started, please be aware that all of our podcasts are extremely spoiler heavy and we'll do our best to not spoil other games other than Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Uh, For introductions, we'll begin with our names and also which of the Indiana Jones films was your favorite slash any memorable experiences that you have with the Indiana Jones films. My name is Alberto. My favorite one was the third, The Last Crusade, with John Connery and, obviously, Harrison Ford. Uh, I pretty much grew up with Indiana Jones. My dad was a huge Indiana Jones fan as well. Nice. Yeah, growing up, those were those were definitely movies that I watched all the time. Okay, so I'm Brian. So, yeah, it's tough to pick between the first three, but I'd have to say... First temp- off, I approve on that, the first three, as in, like, just disregard the fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would say Temple of Doom has nice. a special place. There's just great lines in it. No time for love, Dr. Jones. Yeah. Short, short round. That's great. I love short round. <laughs> it just... It, it's a, you, know. you call and, him Dr. Jones, doll. And the weird way where the second one actually takes place chronologically before the first one. I am Will Atkinson, and my favorite Indiana Jones is Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Um, <laughs> was because, that like the young Indiana Jones? No, that was uh, the LucasArts video game. Oh, It oh, uh, really had, nice. a, had a special place in my history when I was kind of being introduced to trying to figure out how to program video games, and that was kind of important to me at the time. My name is Nate Stevens, and I have basically no experience with Indiana Jones. So my favorite one is the one where... Someone gets their head chopped off in a prop plane. That's the first one. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah Alberto, tell well, us what us Uncharted colon Drake's fortune is and about. Why, and why we're, why we're... What's the deal? Why are you even talking about Indiana Jones? Is Explain there, us to yeah. what, what this game is. and what, So what is this game? So Uncharted Drake's fortune is uh, the first, obviously, of the games. And it pretty much is a game version of the Indiana Jones type of story. Um, you play a character who is... Can you describe this game without saying it's like something else? Yes. What is this, thing? I agree. I don't like comparing it to Indiana Jones. I think in spirit it's similar, but what does it mean to play Uncharted? You don't really know much about Indiana Jones, though. Go ahead, take over, then. Uncharted Drake's Fortune <laughs> is a game about Nolan North. I'm sorry, I mean Nathan Drake, uh, who's the son or the distant relative of... Uh, Francis Drake, the famous, I guess, explorer. I don't know what people yes, did in those days. Spanish I think they just kind of sailed around the ship and raped people. I'm not sure. Explorer, yeah, that's the word. And in it, you're kind of on the quest for some treasure you think is hidden. Uh, and what are you, what are you looking for in, on Drake's fortune? You're looking for. God it's damn not, it's I'm not Atlantis. This again. Well, come on, this is what you need to do. Just like this, you're on a boat. There's a hot girl. Shut up. <laughs> the boat explodes. So uncharted. Drake's Fortune, you're playing a character, Nathan Drake, and he is a descendant of Sir Francis Drake, who is a Spanish explorer. And when you were young, you were you inherited a ring that had 
a phrase. I forget the phrase exactly on the top of my head, but it had a date on it marked two days after Sir Francis Drake was supposedly pronounced dead. And it also has a set of coordinates, which is how you find where his coffin was, where he was supposedly buried. And in it, Sir Francis Drake hides a journal, which, when you open it up, shows that there are some clues as to where the lost city of gold, uh, as, at least as you first interpreted it as El Dorado, as Nate just said. And you follow that journal entry to find that you're actually looking for an island where this stuff is located. You have with you a your sidekick, um, Sully, who's this... Old cantankerous man. Yeah, who's just awesome and probably like the definition of man. <laughs> but the point is, can I actually make a request to invoke an Indiana Jones comparison? Is there like a Sully-like character in Indiana Jones as well? I mean, you have a or sidekick. Or is that basically Harrison Ford? No, you have a sidekick, but he's not the same type of character as okay. um, did, Sully. The dad... Uh, Sean Connery in the third one could be that considered sort of like a Sully where he's like the older um, a little bit older the older character yeah and he's kind of like the the gritty you know but um, but I mean it's not there's not a true again it's not it's not that the game is Indiana Jones obviously they would be stupid just to make a game where yeah 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 I hear um, you I was just curious about that point where you know like okay it's just Indiana Jones but we're just gonna call it something else the whole point is that it's the same thing where where you're this guy who's you know you're this smart archaeologist type and you know you go on these these expeditions but when you you're not just going for what normal archaeologists go and you're just you're finding some you know fossil of um you know a pot that existed you're you're finding like mythological treasures and artifacts that nobody else can find you know same thing like how in indiana jones they find the ark of the covenant or in here it's el dorado in subsequent games it's other various things which i won't spoil but so it's that kind of thing and you know and along the way he's also this gunslinger who can leaves a trail of dead bodies and he's jumping you know from cliff to cliff for his life and so the part that we missed completely is this this is a third person shooter primarily with some light parkour like puzzles yeah that's basically what this game is right i don't know if i i mean it's, it's weird because it's sort of a shooter, it, it, but I, I mean, technically, I think it would be called more of like a adventure. Right? It's an action adventure action shooter. Adventure. I mean, it ends up being a shooter just because you end up just killing so many people. But I don't think it was necessarily meant to be categorized as a shooter. I mean, yeah, I would agree. It's I wouldn't categorize it as a shooter type game. I would consider it a like an action role play. That's like all you do in this game. I uh, I agree, and I don't was, think no, I was any puzzles. role playing in this game. There's puzzles, <laughs> not role play. Or action uh, adventure. That you shoot people during the puzzles. There were a lot of puzzles. No. <laughs> you do shoot people during the puzzle, which is great. Also have a journalist. You also have a journalist with you. His name's Elena. Alberta loves. Oh my god, yeah. When I first played this game, she was awesome. Name's Elena. And she, at first, joins you on the trip on the bus. Or sorry, the boat, not bus. Um, she's with you on the That'd boat when cool you find... That'd be cool the bus was in the water. Right. <laughs> when you're on the boat, when you find the coffin, and she is there kind of just as a, to get an exclusive on this whole thing, uh, you end up leaving her to go off with Sully to find this treasure. You find a German U-boat, which is precariously <laughs> on, like, in a midsection of a waterfall, which I never, I mean, they talked about flooding 
but I don't really know how that would have really actually. It was happened. actually a relic from the biblical flood. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, that was actually Noah's Ark, right? That yeah. German U-boat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. Noah was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie. I know what that's about. <laughs> then, during, after you find the German U-boat, Sully dies by a competing, I guess, treasure hunter. Uh, shows up and tries to kill you, wants to... I feel like he was more of a bookie. What is a bookie? Somebody who takes money for bets. Got it. Oh, yeah, he was... Yeah, they were there to catch up on Sully's debts, and then you were like, well, we actually found something, and then he gets started. That's true. But I feel... I still feel like there was a little bit of a hint that he has done some kind of treasure, and I don't know. He comes to try to collect... Like, the whole reason they... Hey, hey. They hired the dumb Mexican guy. <laughs> oh, Navarro? Was yes. because he I didn't... I he was Spanish, right? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure he wasn't like Puerto Rican or something? Pretty sure he I'm was trying to remember the, the game. I I'm pretty was not sure Puerto that he Rican, was but... Spanish. Yeah. I think. Navarro... You could tell because he had that not, European not guy. Not the other guy. Um, what was his name? The um, last guy was definitely Spanish. Yeah, Duh. Navarro. No, last oh, I know who you're talking guy. about. But no, there was like a... Started with an M. When he's got him in jail, yeah. and he's like... Oh, oh, Look at oh you, yeah, yeah. Uh, he might have been. It started with an M. I forget. No, oh, he was from some South American country, wasn't he? That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, I, he was probably the whole the reason that Puerto guy Rican. got hired was, you know, part of the reason the guy was hired was because they what didn't have any name? experience in treasure hunting. Well, so, well, okay, that's why they told him he got hired, and the right. other guy was like, the reason we hired him is because he's cheap. Yeah. But so on the U-boat, uh, you find this map which uh, tells you. Kind of like the next hint as to where El Dorado is. And uh, you end up going after that treasure. Then when you're there, you find out that it's not actually a reference to a city, but it's just a monument, a golden monument. Then after, you know, some more time of trying to... At first you try to get off the island, then you find out that Sully's still alive. So then you want to go try to find him. You don't really know if he's turned. Drake seems to think that he... You know, is a lot of things, but he's not going to be a he's not a backstabber. So, kind of wants to go help Sully instead of just leaving the island because at first they're, I mean, by this point you've had a lot of gunfights, so it, you're outnumbered. Even though you're alive at this point, the journalist Elena she kind of takes a turn where she's now kind of more into the let's go find this treasure. Like, why are you leaving? Why are you giving up? So he, Drake finally decides, okay, let's go get Sully. Let's figure this out. And later on, you start finding out that this gold monument, there's a little bit more to it than meets the eye. You start seeing some grave markings that have people worshipping it. Kind of it looks like they're worshipping it. At least that's what they think at first. But what you end up finding out is that it's actually causing people to be turned into like monsters or creatures. And some kind of zombie thing. Yeah, like not really undead necessarily, but like you just think of like World War Z, like rabies type, I guess people. Um, and well, I, I think they would be undead because they really wouldn't be alive at this point. Well, no, <laughs> no, no, but like, game we'd call them zombies. No, I no, think. but like the the reason why I say that is because later on, um, the the stuff is coming out of the statue when they. Like, one person opens it. Yeah, there's, like, a contagion in there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And so, uh, like, at first, like, it's it's sealed. So the only creatures that are there are the ones that were there on the island beforehand. But then, later on, someone opens part of the 
statue and then the contagion starts coming out and the people around there start turning and then you end up leaving the uh they kind of hoist the statue up to put it onto a boat and you go after it because you're like okay this can't this needs to not get out yeah this this can't go anywhere navarro wants to take it to sell it yeah and so you follow navarro onto the boat it's this huge epic fight scene that is Um, awesome yeah and you end up pushing it over the side so that no one gets it yeah goes into the ocean Mm -hmm. forever yep and uh in uncharted 5 we'll dig it up again (laughs) you mean nice i hope not four let's start with your epic fight scene i like that scene on the boat it's pretty fun so I would characterize that fight scene as three cover mechanic shots where you have to not get killed by the guy, followed by punching him in the face. Well, part of that was epic. I meant the lead up to the final final boss fight. Like, just the whole boat scene was pretty fun. Like, where you're kind of fighting through all the guys. So, did you you platinum this game? No. A lot of my memories of this game are coming from playing it on Crushing, where I thought it made... Oh my god, that was so much fun yeah, and difficult. It's fun. I, I think that game got I liked it at first, but it got a much more special place in my heart when I went through and felt like I had conquered every section rather than just kind of feeling like I was flying through breezily. I played it on hard, which was the hardest that I could yeah, yeah, to yeah. start. I yeah. was gonna say, I don't was there is there a cr- There is. There is. You have to you have to play it on hard first and then crushing becomes available. I did beat it on hard. Yeah, I also beat it on crushing. I just don't remember. Well, the fun thing about the, yeah, I also like the like the unlocks you can use, which are pretty fun. Yeah, oh, tell me about that. I didn't. So there's all sorts of the, there's simple things like flip world, which is really interesting. I really like the the flip world every time you die, which is something I don't see in enough games. Mm-hmm. Which really like for sections that you're just trolling and doing yeah, it over and over. Like, it adds a little variety, which I think is kind of really cool. Why would you do sections over and over? Like, so, if you are like, dying? Or also, either that or even, like, if you're trying to go back in Treasure Hunt, but you don't want to spend the whole... Like, if you... When you're going through it, there are, of course, like, the trophies that you can get for the game. But then there are additional, just, like, achievements that you get while you're in-game. And the more of those that you get, you get points for them. And as you get those points, you can unlock things like one-shot kill or unlimited ammo or the flip world like Nate yeah. was talking about. And so you can go back and find those hidden treasures, I don't for know, instance. Without... I don't know why, but the flip world one to me was really like... I've never seen that before. Something, Yeah, I've never seen that in any game before or since. Um, and I don't know how they're doing that in the engine, but it is, it's pretty neat. But yeah, the unlimited ammo and stuff like that were what I was thinking of is kind of making it a little more... Like a little you also different. unlock like different costumes for characters depending on you can play as other people. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but I guess the boss fight's a little underwhelming. I didn't, you know, I was at the, in. This is one of those games where I was more invested in the story than I was in the actual mechanics mm-hmm. of the See, game. See, I actually did like the the end boss fight because I thought it was kind of more realistic. A lot of yeah. times, like you, you know, like Instead of what do you like expect? Like the whole thing the... is supposed to be like, okay, he loses his weapon. So I mean, what do you think that? If, if you're in real life and you have no weapon, you're going up against a guy who's got a shotgun, what, are you going to just go run into him and punch and kick? No, I mean, Absolutely. the only thing you can do is duck behind things, hope he runs out of ammo, which he eventually does, and, and then hit reloading. him. And, yeah. you know, I mean, you don't need, it's not like, you know, like other games where you need to hit the guy 50 million times to knock him out. You know, usually if you hit him pretty squarely, one or a couple punches will knock somebody down. I, I mean, yeah. I, I understand that it's not what 
people are used to in a quote-unquote epic boss fight, but I don't have a problem with it being what it was because it's a little bit more realistic in terms of what a real fight like that would be. I mean, Agreed. What did the end of the game look like for you ideally, Will? How would you have defeated Navarro, the nasty Spaniard? He was a really underwhelming boss in general. So you wanted he was, more of like a... He was like Ganon. I mean... I I didn't even get introduced to him until after I defeated the guy who I thought I was fighting the whole time, or the guy who was fought. Well, no, I don't feel like there was this the story guy was about the antagonist antagonists. I, I yeah, say, I don't either. I, I, will, I mean, that was there just, wasn't really an overarching. Okay, I will say that. Okay, so on. I, I feel like I an overarching feel, story is where this whole game fell apart in general. So I will say that, like throughout throughout most of the game, um, it seems like the the main villain that you're fighting against is the bookie, whatever his name is. And Navarro is, yeah, like his right-hand man, whatever, but it, like, most of the focus is on the bookie. Then, the only reason why you end up fighting Navarro in the end is because when they open up the statue, the bookie, like, the bookie's the one that opens it, and he gets infected, or whatever you want to call it. And, and replaced by Ganon. Like, <laughs> Or Navarro, yeah. So I, I can I can oh, relate yeah. a little bit Roman. where that that switch happens pretty much right at the end of the game, and so the whole game has been like kind I, of putting the focus on the bookie, and uh, then now it's like oh, okay, he was now in like I'm... a half of a scene before the last yeah. game scene where I was supposedly supposed to be really mad about fighting him, and right. I like Eddie Raha. didn't care about him at Thank all. Thank you. Yep. And Roman uh, is the the guy we were supposed Roman. to remember, but but again, I I think it's like Nate said. I don't. It's not about. It's about it's finding not, the fucking you're not, treasure, you're man. Not, yeah, it's and not then making you sure it goes versus to the this guy. The That's not the point of the story. It's it's you trying to find this treasure. Then eventually you realize that this treasure, again, a la things like Indiana Jones, is not something that sh- that should be in the hands of, of men. Man. It should be heritage oh, or whatever. You know. yes. That's a thing in Indiana Jones, too. Yes. Is it in all of them? Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. kind of in all of them. I didn't even know that. Um, it is. I'm glad I didn't but, know that going into this game, actually. But maybe this is the, a... the whole thing is yeah. So it's about that, but you being the treasure hunter, and then okay, along the way, obviously there's people that are out there to try to trip you up. They're out there to steal it themselves, and yeah, okay, they change people. But that's what happens in real life too. I mean, how many? I mean, do you? I mean, that's another thing that kind of is more a little bit real, realistic. Yeah. When, if you were in a, a situation like this, do you think that one main guy is always going to be? You know, sometimes that happens. One guy kills another guy. You know, like. Oh, the boss is out there. He's going to get all, most of the, you know, if we get this treasure, he's going to get most of the, the reward from it. You know what? I want to be the boss, so I'm going to go and get, kill him. So maybe this is... I don't, I don't have a problem with it being like, oh, we don't have one centralized boss the whole time. But, so maybe this is a case of ludonarrative dis- narrative dissonance where, okay, so if the whole game is about finding and exploring... This whole game is a hallway. All you can do is run forward right down the middle and shoot whoever's in your way. All you're doing in this game is killing people. And so if you're saying this game isn't about killing people, it's not about fighting anybody, that's all you do in the game. What about all the environment locales? They just, it's a funnel. All you do is go forward. A lot of those like open areas. There's nowhere to explore. There's nowhere to... It's a, you gotta Maybe remember not. though it's a t- it's a game from 2007. Yeah, it's I think not, it's the not, time. You're you're, you're looking at it that. like you're expecting this massive open world. But you're right. This is but like there's no exploring. Universe. I'm not really exploring. finding go, anything. It's not just it's, one funneled. I mean, there's there's definitely points where you can move around different areas within. I mean, yeah. yes, it's not a true open world. I, I in any sense of the word. Do I but, flank a guy on the left or do I flank him on the right? That's about as much. Well, 
you can movement as you have. You I mean, what, a, what about like? What about the parts? Where, so this is parts where I would like call exploring them and discovery puzzles, and the puzzles are really weak. Again, it was their first game, but I would I would consider actually some of the areas where you need to figure out how to get up on a certain ledge. I would consider that one like a type of puzzle where you're trying to figure out okay what ledge that do is I something jump up? that is kind of an exploring discovery piece. Yeah. That, but that's like a tiny little bit of what this game is. Really and if this game is about shooting in this game, how much of this game is shooting? Would we? Would each of us estimate? Like, what percentage of the time do you think you're in combat? Assuming that you're not trying sections again and again in combat, right? I would say, in terms of my feeling, I would say fifty. I was gonna say that, no. but I don't think Will feels that way. What do you think, Brian? I would say more than fifty, but I don't have a. I mean. But that's most games. You're, you're, I mean, I would say maybe closer to seventy to eighty percent range. But uh, but I think that's most. I mean, most games that you that you do that. I mean, unless it's a you talk about a game like Portal where there is no you know or Gone Home where there's no such thing as combat. But any any game that you have combat, I think the majority like, of the game is. And the point of, of but games if you're is telling me this this game, I'm supposed to feel like I'm exploring. I didn't feel like any of that at all. But that's so I mean, by that logic, it's impossible to make a movie about exploration without you. Not feeling like an exploration took place. Well, that, there's a difference between expectations, right? And what you can experience in a game and what to, you can experience on film. To, I'm interested to hear a game that you feel was very explorative. Where you could, you, you could go around. Give me an example of something you felt that like you had this huge exploration. You had this, um, whether open world or not. Um, um, you know, so the immediate one that I'm... Uh, thinking about is the Tomb Raider game which we just played and that one you know from the very beginning you could basically go anywhere and then and the, that you were you know looking for treasures all around the island and, but you're right that one's kind of it's not fair as it's 10 years later and there's the, the technology there is a lot better I so mean, exactly yeah. you, um, but I don't know Uncharted 3 wasn't any more exploratory I've only played 2 so I mean 2 would definitely they, so we're not trying to yeah. spoil too much ahead because yeah I know but uh, like that is a game that answers this thing. I don't remember much about three. I'll need to replay though. it. Is it more exploratory? I would say so. I mean, okay, yeah. I would compare it as, a, I mean, not as much as Tomb Raider because it still is not as new as Tomb Raider. But it each game I feel but again, expanded more. But again, I mean, Tomb Raider like, is a okay. bad example because it's it's a game that just came out recently, so it, it it's able to take you know into account that newer graphics, newer hardware, it's allowed to open up things. But think about like the first Portal. That game, I felt like I was breaking things and exploring things and figuring shit out. That whole game. That's and even that's though I was, yeah, that game's a puzzle game. Yeah, this is that, an adventure that's I, game. I was, I was going to wait for you to say if you were going to say Portal because exactly, yeah, Portal is it, it's a different. You know, that's a a game where the whole point. You know, is, is Okay, but what you've been telling me is that this story was supposed to be about feeling like I was no, treasure hunting no, no, and not like I was fighting. I think it's an adventure story. No, nobody said uh, nobody said it's not like you're fighting. We're just saying I think that it's the bottom it, line. You, you just used the word shooter, and we were just saying it's typically classified as action adventure. But yes, I mean, obviously, a big part. You know, I would say eighty percent of you know you're in combat. Yes, there's there's shooting involved. It, 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 so car, if a game of, that is almost all about combat, the climax should. Have good combat. I no, think. I disagree. It's an adventure story. 
The climax should be the conclusion of the adventure. Like yeah, and the conclusion of this adventure is the destruction of the treasure that you set out to find at the beginning. I agree with that. You've, yeah. you, your rising action is you're looking for the treasure. Your peak of the action is finding the treasure. Your falling action is what you do up to the like removal of the treasure in this case. But none of that had anything to do with me. All of that was cutscene. Okay, fine. Okay, that's so a we're fair... back to the classic will argument. But that's a fair thing. That, at this but that's point. Naughty Dog. Like, that's a fair thing. They they put a lot you of their feel a lot involved. of Last of Us same thing, and that's fairly recent. A lot of their stuff is cutscene. They're big on cutscenes. Okay, that's a if you want to say that that's a a knock against it, that's fine. A lot of their the cool stuff and the cool action and stuff is in cutscenes, but that's the, shooting the way they the, do but it. I, so if you the... want to compare it to Last of Us, the the sneaking. The again, you again, navigating that world again, is a part of don't what... Don't use Last of Us because it's... Because, again, as, as the games... I mean, I've only played two, but two already is more... If you want to talk about the sneaking... That's what I was trying to Two say. is already more like Last of Us than than the first one. So they, they do add... I assume that in three they're going to add the same thing. They're going to... They progressively get more will, to I what will, Last of Us ended up being like. I will say that three, it didn't do as well of a job in, like, improving as two did with one. I mean, again, I don't want to spoil yeah. stuff, yeah. but but two had much more of, like... Like how in Last of Us, and again, I don't want to spoil that, but like where you had the stuff where you could sneak and you could do like more kind of like takedowns, like you know, okay, stealth stuff. But you can't defend this game by saying the next game is okay. I'm not defending it, but I'm saying you well, can't penalize I... it for the time period it yes, came out either. I agree. You can't say, oh well, it didn't have a, a complete immersive open world, uh, this and that, which you're expecting today. You, you, you know, you have to look at it. Okay, the game is from 2007. They had to deal with the limitations of 2007. I disagree. If you go back and play, like, an original Nintendo game, you will realize this game was too hard. You might figure... If you go back and play, like, Rampage on the Nintendo, that game was a, almost a direct port of the arcade game. And while the arcade game made sense because it was trying to steal your quarters, it made absolutely no sense in Nintendo. That is bad game design. Even though people have figured out over time that this is bad game design, it's still a shitty thing to have at the time. I, I don't know, I, I'm not following that argument. No, I, 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 I see where he's coming from with that. <laughs> I, I it was still shitty d game design then. But you can Just only, because we've gotten better at this. a media doesn't mean that... Older things are better because they were older. I'm not we're, saying we're not you're saying gonna say that. it's better. I'm just saying you can't penalize it for the time period it's in. You can only you can I'm only saying it did not do what it set out to do, or what you're telling me that I should have felt like this game was trying to get across. The thing that I'm hearing from our podcasts uh, and from your reviews over and over again is that the three of us, I think mostly Alberto and I, but also to a certain extent Brian, are much more willing to let mechanics slip if the mechanics are a vehicle to, to deliver a story. And that doesn't seem like something you're okay with at all. Like you're not, you as Will are not okay if the shooting or the adventuring or the puzzling is getting us to the next cutscene. You just don't buy into that. You want, I, you want it to be more seamless between cutscene and cutscene. You want the, the things that happen in the cutscene to be more resemblant of the game in between. But that's all current and stuff. Like, like that's something I never even would Uncharted have thought Ford. to criticize about this game. Now that you pointed out, I certainly see where you're coming no, from, I and agree. it is a bit flawed. And I, as someone who thinks that shooting mechanics are a bad, like, half-hearted game design excuse to deliver a story most of the time, especially in first-person shooters, I think we in the industry can do a lot better than just saying that the biggest story every year should be the Call of Duties that just shoot people from here to there to deliver a story. I still. I feel like Uncharted's more of a fun, like, doing its own, like, adventure thing. And to me, that's good enough to get me invested in the story. 
I think that's mostly true, and it's it's more that I'm just thinking about it all the time. There's also like RPGs, right? RPGs, the combat is terrible. Is no like monotonous. Typically, I'm thinking, you know, classic yeah, JRPGs, JRPGs, right? Yeah. Where the combat is monotonous, but in those, you know, I feel like the combat is helping me build so that I can get to the part to, or I'm, I'm building up as a character. There's things that are getting me engaged that help it drive it as a story question if you added an rpg level like progression system to uncharted would you feel better about the mechanics being otherwise the same like if every shot you took with the pistol moved toward leveling leveling up your pistol even i if it made sense within the game i think that that would help hate that if they had that i'm I'm very glad that they don't have any rpg element like that in the game i i I detest that where it's just like your weapon level, you know, level up a weapon. Like I don't know, I just uh, I hate that. Like I don't feel like don't there was any grow, reason grow for me to shoot weapon, in this game. Right? You not necessarily, you know, not necessarily leveling up a weapon, but leveling up your effectiveness with it. I mean, like people go to gun ranges all the time and they get more proficient with. A okay, I agree gun. that, but you know what? It, this game is, takes place in a very short time frame. He's he's yeah, not going like to sit. A day and a half. He's not yeah, going to sit there and become yeah. you know like not know how to work That's a handgun and then you know by the end of the game all of a sudden be super shooter with it. I mean. The number of people he shoots, he probably got a lot better. Than he, uh, <laughs> well, quick. the body count, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> and I agree. This is like a 24 thing where he's killed like 5,000 people over the course yeah. of five days, right? It's like, oh, just wait to just yeah. uh, again, oh, no spoilers, man. but wait to tell. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't know if yeah. <laughs> the music. <laughs> While I'm hating on this game, you know, there are, like at any given scene, there are like three bad guy types. Yeah, this is one of the. I played another couple of really bad games in the intervening time, and I've kind of it's it almost is like a hallmark of this bad game design that you just repeat the same bad guys over and over and over. I swear I sh- I shot the same bad guy over and over and over. I believe that. There's only yeah. one have- kind of zombie, and I've killed. 5,000 of those zombies. They just ran straight at me. It- Do you have a problem with twins or multiple sex tuplets there we go or even more than that yeah <laughs> whatever that would be or thousand tuplets <laughs> <laughs> is there a kill counter statistic in this game there is oh actually they might have added that into i th- yeah i'm curious about I that don't, yeah i don't remember the first one there's like yeah sorry okay but okay. i mean again like one thing you can't create a thousand different enemies you're limited to how many different types of enemies i mean I this mean, game would lose every, even games nowadays, there's there's limits to how many game enemy types you can have before it becomes just too too much time to consume making new enemy types. I mean, I, I, I know I agree with you. It does become repetitious. You do end up, and they just kind of try to tweak it by saying like, okay, first you're fighting one of them, then they put a couple more, and then they put them in different. You know, like it's monotonous in the way they, re- this is they the, repeat it. But, I mean, it, but, it kind but it, of made sense in it, Last of Us, where but it, there are zombies and it's a zombie type. But in this game, it's the same it's, character it's model just, over and over time. and over again. You, you, you don't have the time and money to create, again, a thousand different enemy types. So somebody on, uh, I think it was the Geek Box, was talking about how um, you can you can kind of think of the shooting elements as puzzles in themselves, and I agree with that. even in this game, I, I, if if I you do agree. consider the the fighting was a puzzle element, it's still super simple puzzles. I would say that as you play this, and game, maybe if I'd played it on crushing, I was gonna say yeah, because I would say like I would say with when you're playing, enough. 
when you're playing this game on different levels, you definitely start figuring out as you're getting into those fight sequences, okay, on normal, I could go ahead and just, you know, not necessarily worry about who I killed first or what. When you start getting to crushing, like, it matters a lot. Okay, I need to kill that person first, otherwise they're going to start flanking me and I'm going to be fucked. Like, nothing will work with this. It's a bit like Halo on Legendary. Suddenly it becomes a slightly different game that makes it more fun, but, you know... It's a different experience. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I would say about but it. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's... And again, no, it's, it's not, not a shooter. It's not a puzzle game. And it's not I a think puzzle that was a mistake, it's too. It's kind of an action event. It, it takes elements of all Same. that stuff. I, I, if, you look, if you're trying to define it as one or the other... But the action sucked and the adventuring sucked, so... So you didn't get opinion, drawn into the story at all? You know, again, I mean, you know, that's... Like when I when I, when I, I mentioned really the basement scene so. where you go in the basement and you I didn't even what's know which on. basement scene you were talking about. To me, that was a great that was a scene I was really like invested in. I was like, oh my god, that's what's happening. Oh my god, there's zombies. This is terrifying. I was very excited about all that because the story had made me interested in what was happening. Like, okay, I, that was a part. Maybe of maybe all the basement's scenes. not the right word, but like there's like an underground cavern. It's, it's like a bunker, yeah, yeah. 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 When I think of just cutscenes that I've seen in my whole life, that one's very memorable but, to me. Like seeing okay, that so video where he like, oh my god, I get it. And I re- take I really it back it. a couple steps here. You were in, and all of a sudden these zombies started coming out at it, at you. Yeah, yeah I don't, where did you think they came from? I don't know. Well, it doesn't make sense. I didn't, th- but I was so engrossed in the story. I was like, oh, there's zombies. That's scary. I understand. Why didn't they show up before now? Blah, 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 blah. Someone That's not a concern of mine. I mean, they were the characters in the game were talking about them, foreshadowing them before they showed up. Well, you can't introduce every single character right at the beginning of your game. You have to, right. you so, have to I go mean, throughout the game. Okay. And so that's what, fine, but what's the, you seem what's like the surprised of their origin. What? That they were Spaniards and not Nazis was kind of a reveal to me, but even that was just like, okay. Well, I mean, I feel like it's partly because, again, like when they first saw some of the paintings, or not paint, the carvings, it looked like people worshipping this thing. And then when you realize that, oh, those aren't worshippers. Those are people think, crawling, like... I think an important part of this... Those are zombies. Will, there's a warning. Is that... When I play games or when I watch movies, which never happens, but sometimes if it does, or when I read books, I try to turn off the part of my brain that's analyzing everything that's going on. I don't end up being very aware for like foreshadowing and stuff like that. I mean, sometimes I pick it up whenever I'm, whenever I happen to, but my brain isn't always going, okay, what's going to happen next? What's this going to be like? I I sort of along for the ride, you know? Okay, but where did they put you that you felt like that was. I don't know. I just you. enjoyed. I mean, I mean, were you guys surprised at that? No. Yes. Oh, oh, at that part. I mean, I thought it was an interesting thing. I mean, I, I don't know if I. I mean, obviously, I mean, it kind of made sense with what they were going. I don't. I don't. I wasn't saying I was blindsided, but it, it was an interesting. I think it was a kind of a cool thing that they they did because you weren't. Yeah. Because you're thinking, okay, it's a, it's a, supposed to be a realistic game, not like a Last of Us or something where there's supposed to be zombies and you're. Expecting okay, that's some kind true. Of... I did. I I so do can... kind of know enough about Uncharted to know that there are. Yeah, I first played this in March in 2007. Like, I was completely... It was kind of cool. I thought that, yeah, like, oh, it's supposed to be you're fighting humans, but then all of a sudden there's this mythical... So, yeah, I I didn't kind of know that there's some supernatural stuff in this. So, I guess maybe maybe that's why... Maybe that's what... Yeah, what's but, um, the difference that's, that's a good but what I was going to say to you Should've is, I mean, that. I guess same thing with, with your Facebook post where you were saying like, "Oh, ugly rocks." And oh, we were, the lighting in this game we were, is so we bad. You, like, Dude, what like, are you paying attention yeah, to that that, for? This game is that's what getting I was, on I was a getting decade to old. It looked like I was getting to this is a new it, like, engine. Like that's crazy. Like, are you going through the game? I mean, it, when you go through a game, are you sitting there just looking for like analyzing the game? Are you go or do you just play it? 
Yeah. I tried to play it, but it's so bad. I, mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, there I understand was... there's points. Like, I mean, if I looked at it now and I and I seriously analyzed it, I could come up with 50 things where I would say, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, nitpick here, nitpick here, even whatever major things. But I don't know. When I played it, I just, you know, I when, like when this... I play most games, the fir- at least the first time, I just go and I just say, let me just play it and just feel what I feel. Not yeah. sit there and look for it and say like, oh, well, this scene, they did this. And now, you know, and then just get this thing in my mind like, oh, well, they did this. And now what? they did this. And, you know, and just kind of, or, or the opposite. Like, oh, my God, this scene was so great because they did this. And it's just one person's way of looking at it. But I'm just interested to see that well, if uh, that's what you always do or do you just try to just. I mean, I try to play it, but, I, you know, I, when we're sitting here and I want to talk about it, I write things down. I think yeah, about no, things fine, that are interesting to me. I'm just wondering if it's just like you. If if you if you play games and you just get into like a mindset like okay if I look at it and, you know and like and, you know because that's what I, like what strides does a game have to hit where you really have felt lost in it? Alberto, I, I feel like a, I'd like to get your involvement. You watch a ton of movies. Like yes. the last couple when of years, when you watch movies, do you? I mean, are you? Like kind of like aware on the meta level of the movie. What is the director going to do next in this strange no, creation of I, film? So I, one of the things that I hate the most is when I watch a movie, the first thing that makes me think of whether it's a good movie or not is if immediately as I'm watching the movie, I can really become one of the characters or really like think like I'm going on that adventure or that story, whatever is happening. Because what that does is it makes me not think about okay, what's going to happen next? Because like, I'm just like experiencing it as it goes along. I and feel like movies is a completely different subject and we're completely off topic here. I don't feel that way. I mean... It's a completely different medium. What you're trying to accomplish with a medium is completely different. And that's... I think in both mediums, it accomplishes to achieve immersion, to get someone involved in the I, story. It's handled a completely different way. Okay, fine. We cannot talk about movies. I, I just... I, I think it's relevant to the idea of how you get involved in something you're experiencing. Gone Home is a great example. I felt like I was walking around that house the whole time. What strides was it did Gone it was Home not hit? Third person. Okay, you want me to come up with another example? Give me a second. No, I've just like what <laughs> no, did Gone Home do? That was it. Just the specific nature of the story and how you were feeling that day. Was it something that the developers at Fulbright like consciously processed and planned for in a different way? Like, what do you think helped you feel that way? That's a super complicated game design question and if i had the answer to that i'd be making so much money okay but but so does that does that lead to the to the to the centralized question is that you're looking at game and and, and i don't know if this is in general or if this is just something i i misreading into the way you're looking at but you look into games oh it was designed this way and it was designed that way and they did this yeah. and, they didn't, and if they designed it this way and i don't like the way they designed it i immediately dislike the game regardless of anything or you know like, like yeah have you ever gotten involved I mean, in a game, game that design simplifies bad game design yeah have you ever oh liked? yeah do- dozens of them like what oh i played a whole bunch of them this this past week so um, like the ncis so game that was horrible and so you got involved in those i'm sorry well did i get involved oh you mean yeah, was yeah. i were you like oh, okay in the, yeah yeah because if you're going to tell me right now you did, you were like, fuck Drake's Fortune, but that Terminator game, goddamn, I just couldn't wait for the next gold trophy. I would say I've played too much Candy Crush, and I can okay. see the obvious um, Skinner Box bullshit all over it, and it's still 
got me to play way more of it than I should have. Do you feel like you're like a defensive gamer where you're like constantly on the watch for things that are going to like sink their teeth into you? But sometimes you just can't resist a la Candy Crush? Because I have a roommate that's like that. Not you. <laughs> Am I a defensive gamer? I, I mean, I, I go out and play a lot of things to try and experience a lot of things. I'm not like... Uh, I don't really know what a defensive gamer looks like. Well, I think I think the question is, when you play a game, do you go into it looking to analyze and, and, and looking to say, like, oh, okay, they did this right or they did that wrong or, yeah, you know. There's a different mindset or, or, that you have Or do you go into a game just to say, like, I just want to play a game, get, get I, lost in the moment. I do want to come out of it with something more than this game is good or this game is bad. I feel like that that actually might be what makes you different than at least me. I go into a game wanting to feel it and come out with basically an overall picture rather than a but bunch of little details. I which feel is like you can host. still break that down. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm There's kind a of difference. like me too. Like I, I, I want I to come really... out of the game and just be like, oh, like, yeah, I enjoyed that game. And then I can look at a game and then, and then further look at it and say like, oh, yeah, you know, like I enjoyed this game, but um, yeah, they really did. Like, like, for instance, Uncharted. Like, I enjoyed Uncharted, but when you look back at it, you realize, like, oh, yeah, they did this kind of shoddily, and this is kind of, like, haphazard, and this, and, you know, like, not not afraid to be critical of, of what worked and didn't work, but when I first play it, I don't... Yeah, the first it just time... Just is my personal... Again, it's only my personal opinion. It's nothing against your opinion or how you, you play games. Everybody plays games differently, but just meaning that, like, I go into it and I say, like, okay, did I enjoy it? Did I, did I come out of it having you know like say like oh yeah wow that that was a game i've just thoroughly enjoyed or, or it's a game that okay you know it didn't really do anything for me so you know whatever um and then and then analyze and then look into but i mean you start analyzing it from the get-go like uh, this one's a little hard because you know i started it playing with that in mind so what do you think alberto our dear host you about what you have any particular? thoughts on how much of uh Cold, cynical, dead-hearted bastard Will is. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think what got me so interested in this game is, honestly, well, I think they did a great job with voice acting yeah, I think in they, this. Yes. Um, they nailed the chemistry. So, yeah, like, every every character felt like they had a unique personality. Everyone felt real. And even... <laughs> it's, it's silly, and it's they didn't have to put this in there, but the fact that they did, I loved it, is, like, a lot of times when you would get a headshot, Drake would say something like, ooh, that must hurt, or ooh, nice, or something like, like something, yeah. like, in the background as you got a headshot. Like the incidental dialogue. Yeah, and, like, just stuff like that, and then... It did feel like a cast of people. Yeah, and it, it wasn't... Even Eddie Raha, like, yeah. I would argue, was, like, the least developed character. Like, you're like, oh, that's a... He feels like a... And even just, like, yeah. Drake talking about, like, when he would get ambushed, he'd be like, are you fucking kidding? Like, what the hell? Like, just, like you could, you could, like, it was just like if I was going somewhere and just like, fuck, more people? Shit. Like, I was yeah. thinking the exact same thing. Are you thing sure as, this is this game and not yeah. the second or third no, one I'll, you're thinking of? I, I, I made sure to replay it just so that I was sure. But no, yeah, like, this one, like, it that that happened, yeah. and it, it's great. It's... I, I love that kind so, of feel. I don't know it comes down to voice acting, actually, for me, like... So I think it's really interesting because I'm a, of the four of us, I'm probably the biggest audio listener. I listen to a shit ton of podcasts and a hell of a lot of audiobooks and a bunch of stuff. I'd agree. And so I kind of feel like 
I listen to audio a lot. Yeah. But I don't really know, and I can't really judge on any particular game what a good and bad voice acting can. Can I you give me any examples? Of... Yeah. I, I mean, from from. Do you want to go first? Like go ahead, home. Nate. But nobody talked example. together. Oh, but That's she true. felt. But each of the characters felt so. There was only one character talking, it, right? I guess the best way to describe it is that no, uh, she yeah. the the I, one character yes, was yes. very good. Yeah. Yes, but I feel like the best way to describe it is it a good voice acting job feels like a method actor, like where this person is that role. Yeah, and Nolan North, of course. I mean, I think Uncharted was the was the first game I'd heard him in, and then you know there were a few years there where I'd heard him in like every game ever. I think he does a great job of being Nathan Drake. He will forever be Nathan Drake to me. He, as the prince in Prince of Persia, was kind of weird. So it's like, that's not what Nathan Drake would do. He, mm-hmm. I think he sinks that role. I think whoever Amy, uh, I don't remember who does Elena. But um, Emily Rose. Emily Rose. Yeah. Just awesome at that exact character. She was character. in that, uh, there was I, this, this show where it's like this supernatural show. Where they, I think oh, it's either in, uh, she was, I forget. She was in that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, also, it's hard for me to understand because, like, her whole character was supposed to be like ditzy and ignoring everybody else. So, Emily the Rose idea, is from Renton. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, Elena's character was supposed yeah. to be ditzy, ditzy and ignoring everybody, and just like just caring about what's go, how she's going to get her story, and just following people around. Like, she's kind of this, oh, what's going on over here, kind of personality. I mean, she kind of right? does do that for a little bit. That's what I'm saying. That is her character. And so but the idea she, but that the thing is she evolves too, and as I mean, like when she loses her camera, at that point in time she, <laughs> she has was to in like two and a half men. Like I mean, yeah, even there, like even there, like you see that Jericho. you see her personality come out where she's like, shit, like I have to drop this camera, or else I'm gonna fucking die. Like, so that's what I'm saying. She's in her own world, not caring about anybody. So how would you say that she had chemistry with everybody else when her whole point was that she didn't have chemistry with anybody else? Maybe it's Because not... that was just the beginning of the, the game. The you bunker. know what? It doesn't matter. I've decided that the best voice actors are authentic. It's authenticity. When, And I think Gone Home is the best example of this. When Sam... I'm just saying, when she is reading those letters, there is no doubt in my mind that that is, a, that is Sam. Like It feels like that is the person that that was written for. <laughs> you just for. had a doubt whether it was Sam or... No, I mean, like, I don't, I mean, anything else I say would be more in depth about Gone Home, but like that character felt perfectly realized. It felt like that, it felt like she had voice acted all those things and then they had gone back and like written a script that matched perfectly with the tone of her, like everything about those, like the the writing and her voice like meshed together. I would say also like on that, like it feels, it feels more like, I don't think this it's... actually happened in real life and someone said that's cool I want to put that in here not I'm yeah, going to exactly. write this down now you repeat it exactly. but the opposite way like this yeah. actually happened I want that in here and I don't know if that's just a part of good voice acting if that's all good voice acting is and if you put a good voice actor and good writing together you'll always get that or if it's more of a casting decision with the type of voice that goes with the type of character. And if that's the case, it makes it a very personal decision. But I felt like Nolan North's voice was perfect for Nathan Drake. And Miss Rose's voice was perfect for Elena. Like the, and Can Sully's you? voice. Just yes, sunk. Spot on. Yeah. Spot on. Like the, yeah, the Can moment you? I heard Sully's voice, I was like, there could not be any other voice. Yeah. This Can you perfect. give me an example of bad? Uh, heavy Rain. 
Yeah, Heavy Rain. And this coming bad. from the person who loves Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain's voice acting is pretty bad. Although uh, Shelby's is a bad game killer. No. <laughs> Shelby's yeah, isn't, Shelby, well, Shelby's isn't too bad with like that. But that's game. just a matter of casting an old man. One that, but then two also just the interactions between characters in that, like some of their, some of like what they actually say versus, like, sure it makes sense, but some of like their the, phrasing is really awkward. Right. Um, the writing it, I think is really it bad. just doesn't sound natural. Whereas yeah. this like people's reactions with it, like even the facial expressions that they make for the characters as they're making these expressions or these uh, or whatever like yeah i could i could just i could see it happening i could see someone having this conversation with someone i could totally relate i think it's like the the mix between decent writing and good voice actors what I, do you think I, what, did you have any thoughts about the voice acting in this game i'm i was about to say i think i'm just going to take myself completely out of this i feel like i can't judge voice acting at all and i don't know why Interesting. I like. Why not? Just because like, you have a different opinion than us, or no, you just have I, no I, idea. I I have no clue. You know, I hear people talk about good and bad, and I there are voices that sound interesting, like Bastion narrator. Right? He sounds yeah. like cool guy, right? You're like, <laughs> oh, that sounds really cool. Is but I f- feel like most of that's in the writing because he's saying what's happening, right? And how much to attribute to the actual voice i i don't understand well, you said that take... heavy rain was really bad and i mean when i was playing those games i was just thinking those characters were really bad maybe you know i'm transferring the bad performance of the voice actors onto what i'm experiencing in the game but i'm having a really i i like to think i have of, a hard time i like to think of a really good voice acting performance as such that while only hearing the audio, you can imagine what someone would look like delivering that line. Yeah. Like, and I think that even amongst the people I know, there are some people that are, it's almost like a skill of talking, right? Like the amount of emotion and personality you imbue into the words you say. Like there are people that I know that when they talk, I'm kind of like, like I could just, like when I'm, certain certain of my friends that I talk to on the phone, like I get, like I just see them saying it. Because they have a relatively unique way of talking and their delivery is just something that I can easily visualize because they're very, like, I think more emotive as part of it. And that's why the, in Indeed. Heavy Rain, it felt like not only was the writing bad, but the delivery was mostly flat. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, the you know, the writing is obviously bad because it's, you know, French game and a director that wants to write most of the stuff himself, which is fine, but definitely structural reasons. You know, it's the same kind of thing we talked about before, right? If if the writer is writing a scene that is supposed to be really dull and it comes off as being really dull, is that a good voice actor or a bad voice actor? I think it's good as long as there's a context where we see that there's also times where they can do something other than dull. Yeah. Or also, I mean, like, yeah, like if, if the intention is for it to be dull and they get that across, then great. I think this game is a variety. Uh, I'm thinking more of two. Yeah. But I think this I game is going for. a relatively more, like a somewhat wide palette of emotions that it deals with. Mostly gung-ho, like silliness, but there are moments where he's more somber, and I think that they do a good job with that too. And I think it's that range that really cements the final block on voice acting being good. I, I think to me the voice acting is a big part of why this game was so special and why I got drawn in. Because yeah. everyone felt very real. And I was like, woo, we're going on an adventure. And I was like, oh, no, this adventure's terrible. We need to scrap it immediately. Yeah. 
So can I bring up a couple little things? Yeah, yeah. of course. Please. Just kind of going down my list. Super checking the toys. Little snide comment here was about the sub that you go through. It's like, who is going through the sub and closing all the doors? Like, oh, the submarine? Would... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, true, yeah. it's kind of a stupid game trope every, all the time. Yeah. Why are all these doors locked? Didn't nobody walk through here already? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and then this game had a really bad case of something that um, a lot of games tend to do, where you go through this super hard puzzle to get through the door, you open the door, and the bad guys are on the other side. Like, yeah. how the fuck? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's... A bit, that's the whole yeah. game long, I'm like, jumping over the super high fence, like, you know, ride this thing down, open to this gate, and look who's on the other side, more bad guys. Like, I will say, Yeah, that's was... that thing, like, you, you're... I mean, that's a classic, you know, like I was thinking about that too, like when, after finishing, I'm like, okay, you're, you know, you're the super, you know, the super smart archaeologist and you find these hidden pathways that, you know, that only you can solve by looking through the journal and then you get there and it's supposed to be the hidden secret, but there's guys already there exploring and then you fight, like, well, how did they get there if nobody else is supposed to, but yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously... It's a game. They ha- you have to have enemy. Otherwise, it would be like there'd be nobody there. There's a there's a specific game trope named yeah. after that. I can't think of it. So, but, uh, was, but yeah, I you know that's a classic. Thing. This one was really bad about it. There was one part which I don't know if you guys remember this. I was it's kind of towards the beginning part of the game where you're hopping across these rocks on a waterfall, and there's a truck up at the top. Oh, and, yeah. you, and you shoot the barrel. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, if that truck hadn't have shown up. You could not move from one of those that the rocks one that, to the like, other. Falls right yeah, down. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like horns But the thing is, like, for me, conveniently placed bridge just yeah. happened to show up. Yeah, but like, that stuff but, happens in life. No, I, yeah. well, I mean, you know, like you're driving thing, downtown and someone no, I know, isn't I know. parked. I'm like, <gasps> miraculous. In all honesty, like with with for me at least, and again, this comes, I guess, and I will keep this very short for in terms of like movies but i that was actually one thing that i actually really liked about this game is because like that was a very cheesy thing that happened which is like stuff that you would see in a movie and it happens all the time in indiana jones or the mummy where it's like there's like but also yay yeah and like you're just like okay you would have been totally fucked unless that had not like if that had not been there you'd be dead (laughs) but okay isn't there one of the I can't remember what it was. I think it's the second Indiana Jones where if he had not been there, the whole thing would have played out the exact same way as yep. if he was there. In the oh, yeah. Like, yep. Um, so another little thing I had was, for some reason, this little continuity error really bothers me. Mm-hmm. So in one scene, you he gets pissed off at the ring. He drops the ring on, his gra- on the grave. Yeah. And about two scenes later... Mm-hmm. You see the ring hanging from his neck again. Oh my god! And I'm like, what? And then I was like, oh well, he must have just picked it back up because you know, you know, whatever. Right. Two scenes later, Elena gives him the, the ring back. back. Yeah, I'm like, I remember that? What? <laughs> I yeah. I I will admit, like, I do that all. Actually, I'm surprised I didn't catch that in this game because I do that all the time when I'm so on the slight tangent from that, what I said earlier. That's a continuity. I do that all the time in movies. Too. Movies happens at all. It yeah, I never. Pay attention to that. You, if you read trivia about movies, um, you'll see t- I mean, plenty of but... things where it'd be like, guy goes through, you know, guy dives into the water and then comes up on the other side and the next scene, his, his belt is unseen yeah. and then his, his belt's can we undone copy? and then his belt's redone. Like, yeah, or his yes. completely I know what you're going like, to say. What? I know what you're going to say. Can yes. we talk about the half tuck? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. I, uh, I, I, 
if I wore jeans at the time, which I didn't, considering it was 2007, I feel like I would have done the half duck. The thing that I feel, I feel like terrible I with still that, want to do the half duck. I, yes. Yeah. I, have, I have actually tried it, and every time I tried it, I was like, I don't look nearly as, like, half as good as him. Yeah. Like, fuck. Come on. The half duck is a look meme. awesome, but this did not look awesome on me. I'm so jealous of that. What's your opinion on the half duck, Brian? I have no goddamn opinion on <laughs> that. That is looking too close to his crotch, which I was not doing. Uh, him getting moist. Wet. Yes, yeah. that was the other All one. All right, I, I don't want to know about him Next getting moist. Gen no, yeah, I I also want to say I love, and I remember when when you first told me about this game, you had made a comment about that, and I was like, it's like check it out, his pants get wet. And everybody was like, no, they don't. <laughs> I was like, check this shit out. Yeah. And then and he went out and bought a PS3. His panty wedding, good. I, yeah, I, I really like the so big So you bought that. the game because his pants got wet. No, no, that's not just... That <laughs> was the, nice. The that's final the first noise. time I heard somebody buy a game because... Boobs, pa- dude. Yeah, boobs. Uh, football, yay Seahawks. Woo. I mean, yes, yay Seahawks. I actually do mean that, but... <laughs> I was like, what's happening? <laughs> Why do we... Welcome to the Emotive Sportscast. <laughs> oh my god, we'd be terrible. <laughs> so in the sports ball game, the the ball gets thrown. Yes, and... he was certainly the villain of he the piece. He was Hunter. <laughs> oh my god! So I have one more topic I want to bring up, and I've got a couple points about this. But cool. let's talk about the zombies for a few minutes. Yeah, right? let's talk about them. So when you get to the zombies, all of a sudden you're given a completely different weapon than you've had the entire game, which sucked. And I think you really didn't like it either, right, Brian? The... Yeah, I mean, I know why they did it. I mean, you know, it's it's meant to be... Wait, like, don't you have a, they like a to... shotgun no, right you... when they show up? Basically, you can have whatever you have carrying in there, but you, you immediately run German... out of stuff and then... The submachine guns. Yeah, that's right. Oh, The Nazi yeah, guns. Yeah. Which, I understand. I mean, that's supposed There's to... only one Nazi I mean, gun. And... There's only supposed right. to be stuff... You know, you're only supposed to what you would. There should have just had something where you fell down or lost your guns or something before that, like anything to explain. Well, they let you. I think that's good. They let you keep what you have, which is what you bring in. But when you run out of ammo, it's such a long scene, and there's only one gun down there. There's only stuff that's there. Oh yeah, Yeah, which you would think is the only stuff that nobody's been down there except. Yeah, why is that bad? You know, I mean, I, 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 I hate the weapon, but I understand why they did. It was kind of an interesting. So the thing, the the point that I have here says zombies, and then throw out the cover mechanic. So basically, as soon as the zombies show showed up, it felt like they completely ditched any covering aspects, right? Yeah. Zombies just ran straight at you. But that that would be fair. That's like the opposite of letting. Actually, IGN uh, made a comment about that in their review about this game. What what do you mean? What, what was what did they say? Like that, were they on? Like, I mean, it was it was the teaser for the games that wasn't giving away. But they were like, yeah. So like throughout the game, you're you know doing parkour and covering behind, you know, looking for cover. And then towards the end of the game, they give you a different mechanic playing the game. And I'm pretty sure it was that where like once the zombies come in, did you feel like it was a different mechanic? Well, okay, no, I should say it's a different later. mechanic, but it like does, just a you different fight humans later, different know, strategy, so. I guess. It's not like they completely throw it out and then you don't use that for against the humans. It's just it, they're zombies. It's the same thing. And again, not to spoil but the last no... but it's the same thing. They're mindless creatures. They're running at you. They don't. They don't care that you're firing at them. So you covering is not. Oh, I'm do sure it. they they're care. Not, they're not. Yeah, I think this makes no, sense they're, within they're, the they're context. No, they're they're know, not know, firing guns at you. They don't I'm care kidding. that you're covering. They're I just going to run at you. So I you think cover, my point is more that you covering means nothing. You're the... not, they're not firing guns at you. You don't need to cover. The level design went way out of their way to put all these cover points all over the game, mm-hmm. and you could tell that the level design was built around having all of these cover points. Mm-hmm. 
and then as soon as you walked into that zombie area, there were like no cover points anymore. Yeah, yeah but if even if there were cover points, it wouldn't have made sense within the mechanic of what was being introduced. If you quickly learned that if I even if I take cover, I'm still going to get swarmed, or there's no I, point yeah. to me taking cover, that makes sense to me. Oh, but okay. There are no cover points. Yeah, so you yeah, still want to have the option. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Have, it's but, not that it's the option. It's just that it it makes it really obvious that the levels were designed specifically for that elsewhere. Yeah, it's but, almost like... And they're but you know what? People would, would drop okay. completely People out would here. complain. If, if, uh, if you have all this stuff there, all these cover points, you're going to get people that are going to complain saying, there's stuff in my way, I can't move around. But I mean, I that's would, the rest would, of the game. What right? I would, yeah, what I would say but to those people... the rest of the game, you need that stuff. When you're fighting the humans, they're firing guns at you. You need, you need I mean, places I to would, hide. You know the here, you don't need of, them, and people are going to sit there and complain and say, oh, well... You know, I can't move around. I'm getting swarmed by zombies. You have too well, much stuff. That if if that, that, like, I would, like, this might be a little harsh, but I would end up saying to those people, do you really need the game to tell you covering is not going to help you with these guys? Like, cause I, I would say it's not, if it's the not game automatically to, does. It's not to tell them that you don't need to cover. It's but that it, it gets in your way of moving around. And like Will saying, you're already in a confined hallway environment, so you don't have much area to move in the first place. If you got more stuff in your way, and assuming you're not doing bad programming where you can just magically move through things, like, you know, assuming that a structure is a structure, more stuff in your way is just going to frustrate more people as they're trying to play. I mean, but isn't level design supposed to reflect the mechanics of what's going on in the game? And if cover mechanics is no longer a relevant, viable strategy, shouldn't the levels reflect that? Or is it more so, yes, consistency in terms of, of the whole game? I, I agree that that is a good point, right? They, they threw it out, and particularly in the... They didn't want to waste resources, particularly when you need monsters running a lot faster and this is, like you said this old game so you can tell that they threw out that stuff because it was probably I mean, not a good use of resources I, I'll, I'll give you all those things but it, PS3 but from is... from like a nothing from an environmental story context which is in itself kind of a it's a stretch right the way the environments are set up kind of tell you a bit about this world that I am, and I'm using air quotes, exploring. Mm -hmm. But I w and that gets it just gets thrown out in yeah. those zombie scenes. And I, I mean, I would actually say that there is a certain part later on, to, very close towards the very end of the game, where you know, there is a combination of you fighting zombies and humans, and they still have the zombies running around things that you will need to cover behind afterwards. Like there are a bunch of snipers. At the end of it's like a it almost looks like a it's dry between dock. the two bunkers yeah, or, yeah. yeah it's, it's a dry is dock. it a dry dock? okay yeah so it's a, it's a dry dock and there are a bunch of zombies in there and once you actually not even before you get rid of all the zombies but there are snipers over at the far end oh that's awesome and you have to do both and so like that's why I kind of just feel like sure they didn't necessarily have to have a whole bunch of them but and, they but they needed the cover they needed the cover areas in that part because you're fighting humans well yeah but they don't need it in the other part because you're not fighting humans and whether okay no, yes, you don't need a whole bunch of them i mean like i mean whether yes okay it's a little bit too obvious as, as i guess what will is saying that okay there's no cover points so you're, you can tell there's not going to be humans there because they don't have it there whereas you need the cover things exactly when you're fighting. that's exactly but, what i was trying but, to get at but i mean you know whereas the other part you you can see there's cover points even though there's zombies as well so you know that there's gonna be humans but it's yeah i mean I, I, maybe it's a part of also just resource management i mean again i think it's also just allows it to open up the area a little more and not force you to have to run i could think of like the church scene 
where you're fighting all these humans, and, and there's a lot of cover areas you can cover behind any of the pews or, or the, you know, the uh, pillars or anything, but if I was trying to run through that strafe zombies, that would be a pain in the ass. There's so much stuff all over that you're never going to be able to, like, so be able to find, line up the zombie and keep, uh, you know, a, a, think a good grasp of all your surroundings so that you don't bump into things. Maybe it just m makes it a little bit easier, but I think, it, I think that's kind of what they're looking for mm -hmm. a little bit, to not frustrate people to, to the nth degree by just putting a whole bunch of useless crap there that isn't pertained anyway. Do you think mm -hmm. that level design should reflect the experience in the game or that level design should reflect the real world and what you do in it should sort of... Like, I feel like we have competing philosophies here that could be applied. According mm -hmm. to what we've seen in the game so far, most of the environments have tons of cover. Therefore, the whole game should feature environments like that. Well, what, and the playstyle should well, what, let me suffer ask you a little bit. What, this is specifically the bunker scene. I mean, I'm just trying to picture it myself. I don't think you know. I, I mean, what other what cover things would you... I mean, they did have pillars. I mean, like in the main, you know, that, that surgical room where, where you actually flip on the uh, the footage. The generator? The, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. No, not the, not the generator, but I mean the, the one we have the oh, real, the, the real the footage. Oh, man, that they have pillars there, so you could hide, you could hide behind those scene. things yeah. if you needed to. I don't... No, but if like, you can like snap to them like you can other things. You can, you can, snap, you can snap to them. But, um, I love that scene. Like, what other cover things do That's you feel that they could about. add that would have made sense with the environment that you were in? Boxes. Boxes are everywhere in this game. I mean, I guess crates, you could add some. Yeah. But I mean, crates. are they really going to have crates? Maybe, they had I guess? crates everywhere else. <laughs> crates are great. Yeah, I, I see We don't have to though. talk too much about it. Yeah. But... It is interesting that you're, they, you're right. They did just disappear. Mm-hmm. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was the zombies themselves. So the note I have here, and might need a little explanation, maybe not, is that these zombies are disturbing, but they're not frightening a la Ravenholt. Ravenholt's zombies were frightening to me. Ravenholm? Ravenholm? Is it Holm? We're doing a Half-Life 2 thing? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows what that is. <laughs> hey, Thank Ryan. you, Scott. Would you, would you like to explain <laughs> a little bit about Ravenholm's zombies? So... It's been a while since I played, so, you know, some of it's rose-colored glasses, maybe. Um, but Ravenholm comes up in Half-Life, as, and they start talking about it ahead of time, that, like, nobody should go there. And so you, you, you are, from the very beginning, you, like, you're kind of scared of it. And then the zombies themselves are just kind of creepy, and they're, like, screaming and yelling halfway through... There's a part that just f completely freaks me out where you climb up this ladder to the top of the building and you turn around and the cover comes down over the top of the ladder so you can't go back down and so you're stuck on the top of this building and you see these creatures like running up the sides of the building and jumping across and you're like stuck there on this little island and it's just so frightening and I contrast that to this game where... I've got one gun, they run straight at me, and I just unload my rounds at them until they die. There's a tiny little bit of jumping back and forth. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they look weird and disgusting, but I wasn't, like, scared of them. But do you But I don't, Do you need them to be scary? I, I don't think yeah. the game, in what it is, needs... I mean, the whole point of them is not... It's not like The Last of Us, where, where the game revolves around them, and they're the central... They're just a byproduct of why this treasure should not be... Yes, don't, uh, I agree kept. completely. I mean, do we need them to be scary? No. You don't think that they were intended to be scary? Not I mean, I, th I think they were more intended to be just like... 
okay, this is this is why the treasure should not be this is you know otherwise Drake should keep the treasure, but instead the reason we just need we should actually not nobody should have the treasure is because of this. But I don't think it, I don't think they're the central. If you want to go about like the maybe if I was of scared of being infected by them or something. But I mean, you weren't. I mean, you would. I wasn't. Be, so you wouldn't. You would have no problem like if that treasure was out there in the real world. It seemed like as and long as you don't open the box, it's fine. Yeah, that's how people work. Here's a present. Don't you dare <laughs> open it. I promise you it'll be disturbing, but it won't be scary. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think that they have such a fear of it because they were talking, like, even at one point, it was like, how does a whole civilization just vanish? Like, that doesn't just happen. So when you realize that, oh, shit, yeah, the whole became zombies. civilization all came to within a half a foot of this thing. I mean, they worshipped it. It doesn't make sense to me, but okay. It's the zombie thing. It doesn't make sense. If they're eating the brains, and then the brains is the only thing that can kill them, then how could they... Yeah. I don't think there's... Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, that's why I wasn't really wanting to call them zombies. Yeah, well, if the only way you can get infected zombies, is by standing two feet from this, why isn't the, the first been, guy who gets infected kill everyone else? And why is more people getting closer called, to it? I don't know if to get infected. zombies. I mean, we're using it loosely oh, term. Okay, anyways. but whatever whatever they are, give me another word and I'll use that word. Dog. So if the only way you can become a dog is by standing within two feet of this thing why isn't the first person who gets converted kill everyone else and why would you can keep getting closer to this thing without protecting yourself if the first guy just killed 50 people on his way out i have decided well, the other people have to hear about I'm it i'm gonna pay know. will 50 dollars an hour to write a story okay <laughs> i'm not a writer <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm really excited to see what he would write like and then rex ready <laughs> Yeah, I, think I'm I told a you this last, last time. Oh, yeah, you did. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Super international in time-traveling dinosaur agent. <laughs> My brain. Anyway. What else do we have to say, guys? Albert, I haven't heard enough positive things from you. Let's talk about this game and its good things. I mean... Let's stem the tide of disapproval. Yeah, please. <laughs> I, Let's hear some good things. I'm I mean, I just, I just really think, like... You guys know this. I'm a big movie guy. And everything that I would have expected, like... Like, this game had everything that I love in adventure-type movies. What like, makes this game less your favorite than Heavy Rain in, um, the, in the vein of movie comparisons? I think partly because of the amount of the amount of interactivity that I would say, in my opinion, Heavy Rain had, and you making choices in that game, and that how sense. extremely... Like, with, with that game... The story, in my opinion, was just as important as the cutscenes, and there were often times where you're like, "Oh, cutscene's done, okay," and like it, like, and it just they blended in so well. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, with Uncharted, there's like you're walking around, and then a screen goes black for a quick second, and then you see a cutscene, and okay, cutscene. Yeah. And then it's done. Oh, okay, I'm back to the game. Like, see, so it was very obvious when you were going from one to the other, except for a couple of times, which I actually will say I think Uncharted did a really good job with, where when? like. Which ones? You would like you would um for the, one of the first ones you are going through a like some ledges and you there's like a crate up and you grab the rope to swing and knock oh, down yeah. two pillars and then when you come back and you let go of the crate like there's like a split second where you see the crate's about to start falling on you and you have to hit hit it's like a quick time event yeah in the middle of the thing and I lost it the first time because yeah. like oh shit I didn't know there were quick time exactly. events in this yeah, game exactly oh yeah the one long they, like, they surprise <laughs> you and it's not the same button each time like there's another time where like a ledge is falling and you need to hit X to jump to the next ledge right. and not fall down 
And so I think that, like those little surprises, they didn't do it all the time, but that was really nice. From yeah. a game design perspective, the first time quick I've time ever events. Heard someone say that they liked the quick time event. Yeah. Quick time events have gotten much better since then. Of course. But I'm I agree. Gonna hold People that one against this one. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. There's a game. They keep me on my toes. Anyway. I love it. Make sure you don't fall asleep. Yeah. Well, I mean that. Well, I, mean, I would. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, to listeners, that's a comment on when I watch movies often, especially when it's a movie that I've seen multiple times. Or I will, have conversation. Yeah. That is a comment when Nate was butthurt. We were talking late at night about like relationships and such, and I was tired as fuck, and he was telling me some like really deep stuff, and mid-sentence of his, or mine, I can't even remember which, I just started snoring. <laughs> Once. That's hilarious. He's <laughs> got narcolepsy. Yeah. No, but yeah, I like I like that kind of like those little surprises because it does keep me on my t- and like I like Will said, like I almost always fail the first time I'm like fuck okay i'm ready i'm ready let's do this <laughs> and i honestly didn't know there were quick time events in this until i failed that I yeah. like, what <laughs> what <laughs> this game starts with a quote by sir francis drake is sir francis drake a real person yes, yes. <laughs> you didn't know that yep I've, yeah the, uh, goes the, the history, of history right alongside <laughs> caesar chavez being the dog whisperer <laughs> 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 no, hold on. Yeah, Sir Francis Drake was. Who yeah, the hell is he? Let me read you did the he, first paragraph of the wiki. Hang on. Did he really die? Yeah, in, uh, he's an English. Yeah, he yeah was this is a real deal. Explorer. I thought he was Spanish. He's definitely English. All right. He's English in this game, and he's English right, guys. in real life. <laughs> the first paragraph. For Drake. Does Drake sound like a Spanish name? To you? <laughs> kind uh, of. It's pronounced Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a Drake. <laughs> Sir Francis Drake, Vice Admiral, was an English sea captain, privateer, navigator, slaver, and politician of the Elizabethan era. Drake carried out the second circumnavigation of the world in a single expedition from 1577 to 1580. Ah, the second guy. That's why I didn't know him. If he would have said Magellan. He died of dysentery. His exploits were legendary. He played Oregon Trail. His exploits were legendary, (laughs) making him a hero to the English, but a pirate to the Spaniards, to whom he was known as... El Drake. Oh my god! Yes! <laughs> Nailed it! King El Philip Drake. II was known to have offered a reward of 20,000 ducats, about $4 million by modern standards, for his life. That's... Yeah, he, he was kind of a... Uh... So to answer I your guess question, the other, yes. the other half of that, is, is it a real quote? I would imagine so. I, would, I think so. I would I'm tend pretty to, sure, yeah. I would tend to... I like that they wouldn't just make up some quote. Dude, no, I think that it is a real. Quote. I think they would pick they them. made everything up about else up about this game, right? Interestingly, yeah, on Wikipedia, be, yeah. underneath Sir Francis Drake, the subtitle is pirate. Yeah, which I, I wouldn't have. Yeah, from my history knowledge, I would not have. I would have gone with explorer. Well, a lot of explorers are really when you think about it, oh, like what I, we well, consider they're cultural pirates for sure. Yes. Yeah, and a lot of what they did was really know, shitty. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you would, what we would consider piratism um, yeah they downloaded a lot of, of movies at the time they were considered heroes and great you know like uh <laughs> explorers of their time to, but yeah we would consider them you know you would download a car <laughs> <laughs> yes i would <laughs> pirates <laughs> wow that was good anyway um 
Come on, Nate. Give us another positive of the game. I'm oh, I'm curious awesome. here more some positives. Yeah, I love the the way that the light shines off the rocks. Oh Jesus, <laughs> dude! No, I can't, yeah. man. I'm the kidding. lighting is I, so I, bad. I, no, I no, dude. I would say I like the textures are pretty bad. I would say like I actually did like the idea of um or not the idea, but how I like the idea had, of this game. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. He was gonna take that. No, I mean though, yes. It could be better, and we've seen better now. Like at the time, this game looked great. They had, yeah, it looked great. They had sun going in through the leaves, you know, making shadows, which you walked through. Like it was, it was a good, yeah, it was great. Like there was shadows in circles. <laughs> I don't I love think about this, this game. Is... Man, the, my outstanding memory of this game is for sure that scene in the basement where you put the film in, and you're like, oh so my I... god, yeah. Okay, so here's here's a small idea, or a different idea. Mm-hmm. This game came out when our TV, the average TV size was probably about thirty inches, tops. twenty inches smaller than our current TVs. Yeah, it could possibly be that if this game, if I wasn't sitting two feet away from a fifty-five inch screen, that this game would have looked a lot better. That's possible. That's I mean, completely when, possible. When I first played this I'm, game, it was on a twenty-six inch. So, I mean, I, uh, I thought he was going to say, I, "I have a, I have an idea." It's uh, possible that Nate has terrible taste. I was going to go with eyesight, but taste could work too. Oh, <laughs> one of the other senses, of course. It could be. No, no, Nate, no. I, I mean, again, smell is I, terrible. Again, with, with when you're yeah. looking at games like this, I think you have to take into account what they were working at, with at the time. It's a game from 2007. They were working with probably started long inferior the hardware. I mean, I mean, look, this look at look at the look at just the. The trailers and screenshots from Uncharted Four. You can see it's night and day compared to but, what they had with this oh game. Oh my god! What I'm saying is, so like pretty. you were talking about, like, their... like Alberto was saying, like in yes. this in this game, screen goes black for a second, goes to cutscene. Cutscene looks completely different than the action gameplay. You look at the trailer for Uncharted Four, cutscene and gameplay, it's almost one and the same. It's pretty fluid I mean, for what they've shown so far. I mean, again, we'll wait and see when the actual product releases. But I mean. To me, it's more about it looks really bad. Oops. You would not have made the decision to make it look like that. Maybe the reason that that is is because they were targeting such different hardware than I, I am playing it on. That's completely possible. But the way that it looks, like the way that there's like spotty polka dotted lighting all over people, it's just really bad. But again, you get you know. I, I, it'd be interesting to see if you, if you had played this game in two thousand seven, what you would say about it. It what you're 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 looking at it through glass through twenty four glasses, gonna say, and you're so, saying like, well, oh, I well, think it has polka dotted lighting, and it shouldn't have polka dotted lighting. But in two thousand seven, but that what might I'm saying been... is, it's probably the same if I had a fifty five inch screen in two thousand seven. No, it wouldn't have been in two thousand seven. You'd been like, oh my god, there's polka dots of light on him. That's so much more light than the end. You have to look at this. It's so bad. I, have you not Nate, looked Nate, at this Nate, game? We're gonna look at the Nate, same Nate, game, Nate. and I'm gonna be like, to what this game is full of characters. Yeah, so, so yeah. guys, what we've what we've discovered is that Will has a filter on his eyes. That's current time yeah. graphics, and every game should have current time graphics. None <laughs> of it matters to us, Will. Yeah, we uh, can all look at the same things and be like, yeah, there are polka dots of light on that fantastic <laughs> character's shirt. 
this was made on pre-release if this game came out now and it had that it, i would i would be i'd be right there with you and i'd say how in 2014 can no, you have this kind of graphic in that situation it's I don't not even buy about that. the medium it's like saying so why if, would, if i made a chalk drawing and then comparing my chalk drawing against the mona lisa you wouldn't say oh well his is worse because he used chalk and that one's better because it used paint i disagree i don't think it matters when this game came out if this game came out today as in it hadn't come out in 2007 as in there hadn't been an uncharted 2 i'd be like holy shit this game is really good. I don't care what it looks like. They no, nailed the chemistry the and I'm good, really excited. I'm going to go on an adventure. The, I'm going to go ahead and make it a different analogy with this. I, and this is going to kind of sound almost like I'm agreeing with Will at first, but this game is like the drawings that your kids make when they're a little kid. Whatever. Right? Cool. You're not going to be there and see like, that fucking sucks. All right, that, like the kid has a certain skill level. Fine, <laughs> as that kid matures, as that kid matures, Fuck you, kid, they're able sucks. to do things a little bit better. They're able to make improvements on it, which they do as time went on, as technology changed, as they got more money from the last one, as they did stuff, things got better. You can't, though, things look the way that they did in Uncharted. I love that we're critiquing like a studio of people who in 2007 probably had like a variety of master's degrees and more industry experience than we've been alive. Oh, I mean, yeah. wow. slave laboring over textures <laughs> that then got ruined by like an early console. No, I mean, but, it was the first but, go but at if it. You're gonna do, if you're going to say that, right? If you're going to complain kids. about like, um, say, the polka dot lights in Uncharted, right? Well, then, I mean, why don't we go further back? I mean, and complain about games in the yeah, like 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 Nate was saying, the uh, Nintendo sixty four or the uh, Sega Genesis era. Well, why why are why are these eight bit graphics? They suck. It's why why not... couldn't they? Why couldn't they have everything smooth and you know you know like it, you're dealing there's with a the difference, and that's what I'm talking about. You're... Those g games used what they had and made a good thing and with what, what they, they had. Need. This doesn't this look the, good with the, what they have. This is the criticism. It does if you if you if you really think what they had and what they were dealing it, with. I, I, you're you're see you're, again, it, you're right, man, doesn't. But I think you're look... advocating an artistic choice. Like you know, I I believe that there's a there's something to be said for the idea that in game design you can choose to either go for realistic graphics. Or you can go for artistic, and artistic will hold up way better. Like the Wind Waker is probably the prettiest Zelda, just because it doesn't shoot for anything other than kind of its weird abstract art style, and I think artistically it holds up the best. Obviously that's hugely up for debate, but in my personal opinion that's true. And I, what I'm hearing is you kind of going for that argument with Uncharted, is that if they went for something a little bit more unique... And a little bit less trying to be realistic, but not actually succeeding, you would have approved of it better but I, now. I, I, I really think, I mean... They really couldn't, for what they had, what they were dealing with at the time they made this game, you know, dealing with a fairly new console, dealing with the limitations of the PS3, dealing with the limitations of, you know, uh, of what, you know, programming design was at with that time. With 256 megabytes of RAM. Yeah, that this was what they could come up I don't think, like, honestly, I don't think if you had redone this exactly with the, what they had, you could come up with a better... You know, for what they were going for, for their type of game that they were building. I don't think they could sit there, I mean, without sitting there pumping days and, I mean, and just they delaying did it twice, for, didn't they? What? On the backs of the labor that they put into the first game. Right, so 
it is possible for it to be better. So you're kind well, of defeating your own. No, 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 no. I'm not defeating it because it's only better because it's better because be, it's better because one, yeah, one, like Nate said, you already have a basis. You're already out in the back of something, say a sequel, and two. It's like The Last of Us. Why The Last of Us is on the same hardware. Why was that better? Well, because you've had so much more time to really get to maximize the hardware you had. You have software tricks you can use to really improve it that you didn't know back in 2007. One thing that we also haven't really quite mentioned is they could have also been told you have this much time to do this. Well, I already said that. I said that. Yeah, you have a long None time. of they're, these they're... constraints make this game look good. I just but well, I, don't I see why I, this I think matters. Yeah, I think yeah, that I what we're either. arguing I, is we're I, not I, saying I, that I we disagree with your, that. Your, we're just saying we're not. Did you look at the screenshot I posted? It's so yeah. ugly. That's all I'm saying. I don't but care. But one, who cares? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter right. to me. And, the other, and, and the argument you have about the second and third looking better is the stupidest thing ever because it's on the same engine, which they had like a free... As yeah. far as Uncharted oh, yeah. 2 you is concerned, Star- they had like a free four-year period where they not only developed the whole engine, but worked out a bunch of bugs. Look at, look at Star Wars. Another- You're saying that they couldn't be made any better, and then we made it better. Yeah, but you already have stuff done. Look at They made it better I, I incrementally. I, I'm not trying to use movies, but look at, look at the original Star Wars, right? The one scene at the Death Star where they have TIE fighters flying in, and then an X-Wing comes in behind and shoots it. That took them almost a year and a half just for that one small scene. Now, when you get to, like, Empire Strikes Back, they were doing those scenes in, like, days because they already knew how to do it. They had all that stuff figured out that it took them forever to do. It's the same thing with this. Well, of course, the second and third and subsequent, I assume, fourth and whatever, will look a lot better because they already have an engine to go with. That, that's that's already solved a big portion of the problem they were trying to solve in a fixed time frame. Which is probably an important part of why they ported Last of Us. They're like, oh fuck, we have to do an Uncharted Four. We might as well port the. Engine yeah, I mean, over. you only have yeah, exactly. You only have a certain amount of time, and it's it's easier to, which is why all next gen stuff it's it's porting because it's easier to port stuff when when you already have stuff done, and all you're really doing is changing, you know, some you know graphics here or there. But I mean, I understand what you're saying. It, it doesn't look good if you look at it now. If you look at it and you're saying like, oh yeah, I mean, I, I look at plenty of games I watch on Twitch, and you're like, like old games, and you're like, wow. I thought this looked good at the time I was playing it. It looks like crap. But again, you're looking at it through stuff you know now and saying like, well, okay, that's real easy to make that texture. But that's easy to make the texture now. I mean, back in 2007 or whenever subsequent game you know that you're looking at was made, it might not have been that easy. I think you're a very valuable addition to this particular podcast, Brian, for your having played it for the first time this year, right? Yeah. Like that's a... But again, I, I that's mean, that's valuable. Yeah. I think. I mean, I and I didn't really. Care. Well, Will did too. <laughs> I played it last weekend, but okay. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, he played it this year, and he wasn't as strongly affected by these ideas that it looks terrible and it didn't age well and stuff like that. That well, makes me feel well, a lot like stronger about don't, being a don't fan of it. Look at it. I'm saying don't look. Don't look into judgment of of whether you like the game or not, solely based on. Oh well, this rock doesn't look like a real rock. It looks like a slab texture of a rock. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, hey. it does look like a slab texture. But ultimately, at the end of the day, did that rock not looking like a rock really affect whether I enjoyed the game? I mean, maybe if you're really into no, again, there's a lot of other things that made me not enjoy the game. Well, that's All right, fine. Guys. That's the stuff you should be focusing on. I, what that. are the ratings? I, I can't wait. Well, anymore. hold on. I was thinking before we do a rating. 
the three of us, excluding Will, to, to in the pocket, should each secretly write down what we think Will is going to read. Oh, totally. <laughs> yes. Totally. All right. So I walked down the hall and came back. I don't know what these guys have. So we're going to go through ratings. We've Absolutely. Eat, Nate, Brian, and I have each made a guess or a gander at what rating Will will give this game. So, Will, you will go first. Negative two. <laughs> I give this game a zero. It zero wasn't even a goddamn game. Zero. I will say the last, you know, half hour, I've been really hoping that people would bring up some things about this game oh, that I have, I have an answer for why I really like this game. It's the stupidest thing, and you're not. It doesn't contribute anything to the conversation. But I really like this game because it made me feel like I was going on an adventure. Like it really felt that way. And two, way more so. But this game, I was like, "Wee!" Like it was invested in every moment. But it's all an emotional thing. There's nothing I can point to, like objectively, that really. Will, fa- Will, I, I, Will I, felt like I, I he completely went on an understand that well. the, the, an adventure and wasted time. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that feeling. Those of you who look at rocks game. just look so like look real. <laughs> Damn <laughs> rocks! <laughs> Fucking rocks! <laughs> I could, I could just picture Will like dropping to his knees with his hands like, fucking rocks. <laughs> Guys, can we can we go on a hike someday and have Will rocks. like, like oh, rocks. it's so real. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, outside walking. That's what a rock looks uh, like. <laughs> Point it out. This bench looks so much better in Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Reality's not real enough. That's a, um, what's, it's a Jane McGonagall's book, Reality is Broken. The whole premise of the book is that reality should be more like a video game. Anyway. Hmm. Sounds reasonable. Uh, I, I want a nemesis system in real life. Respawn. Has a whole bunch of um, collegiate studies and papers and stuff. And Interesting. It's a lot of... Hmm. It's a very academic work about trying to make life into more like a video game. Anyway, so I a little... I like to read that. A little bit of cross-promotion. You guys should listen to our newscast Game of the Year edition. But the reason I bring that up is because when I talked about my top three games of this year, all of those were... There are three not terribly crazy games, but they all just made me feel really good. And that was really important for why I picked those three games. I've been sitting here over the last hour hoping to find... to remember reasons why... I did like this game because I, I don't remember playing it and feeling like I hated this game, even though that's what this last hour and a half of podcast has kind of turned into. Um, but the more and more I'm sitting here talking about it, the, 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 the more and more down on this game I'm getting, and I'm kind of talking myself out of. I think it's because we're excited game. about it. Maybe. I think you just. I think I'm just grumpy because you're happy. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only happy when you guys are sad. A little bit. Yeah. Schadenfreuden. Yeah, exactly. Some schadenfreude in here. That might actually be a thing. Anyways, because I've been trying to think of all the good things about this game, I'm going to give it a 10. That's not... No, I'm completely even, bullshit. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. not even a funny joke. No. no. That's uh, mockery. I've been pushing back and forth, and I think that, that what feels right for me is a 6 for this game. What? Jesus. <laughs> I was wondering if he wouldn't Sucks go to be that us. Low. We all went low. We all went lower than that. <laughs> I went that so, divided yeah. by 2. <laughs> yeah. So our guesses were Nate three, Brian four, 
May 5. So the reason why it's not lower than that, it was vaguely enjoyable. It was a shooter. So it, it, it did a, shooter pieces okay. So what did you like that it at least got a 6? The game did a lot of things well. Rocks. <laughs> no, those rocks were rocks. great. <laughs> Sunspots. <laughs> oh wait, that's different. <laughs> that's astronomy. <laughs> it's like you get a lot of credit just for getting to the end and not making a piece of shit, right? <sighs> that so, is, so it is a like huge. If just we could go back in time, you get that points. would go on the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of credit for not just making a piece of shit and making it to the end. Polygon, Will said, Atkinson, you got you went to the end. Six out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Paul quote: I made it to the end. It took me five tries to finish this game. When did you over what Wait, time? Like you only yeah, died what? five times. Yeah, boosh. no, I mean seriously. I played this game. I mean, we can look at when I actually got trophies for these. I played the game like in 2010, in 2012. I mean, that's hilarious. It, I went through this several times trying to get through this game, and it wasn't until oh, wow. I knew that I had to get to the end that I actually was able to finish this game. Oh wow! Right? I don't feel like it's you're just, describing a game that deserves a six on your scale. Sounds more like a three to me. <laughs> I think a four sounds more re- realistic. I'd say a five, guys. Whoa. <laughs> Original. Um, <laughs> five, guys? <laughs> like shitty burgers. I hey. wasn't pulled into the story. I wasn't... But again, so again, uh, I just haven't... So like, it's interesting that, yeah, why is it so <laughs> high? Why did you give it a... Or is, your, or, or is it that your scale is six out of six to ten? Oh my just God. like the SATs, you just get a six for just right where it hurts. <laughs> you just get a six for putting Stab that writing your spot. name on it. The game worked six. <laughs> it only crashed none times. <laughs> didn't crash. Yeah, that's the kind game of amazing, didn't crash. Actually, in today's standards, and you can make it to the end. Got to the end. Will Atkinson, six out of ten. I, I uh... reached the end after four years of <laughs> arduous, painstaking labor. Six out of ten. <laughs> Story made sense. They basically did what they were trying to do, even though we'll kind that. of dis- positive. We'll I kind of disagree yeah, that's cool. that I was supposed to feel like I was adventuring because that's not what I got from this game. It was consistent all the way through. The combat fer- felt fairly consistent. There were were puzzle elements, although they were very easy, that did a- add a little bit of variety. I'm a big fan of the kind of parkour elements that have been a lot in modern games and this did some of that though obviously not as good as many modern games <clears throat> mirror's edge obviously the same game yeah, yeah. pretty close yeah. yeah yeah it's more red yeah a lot more mm-hmm. and china i think that's where i'm gonna have to stick it Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you forgot the gender of these podcasters <laughs> you mean, wait you mean maturity not gender same thing <laughs> I gotta ask you guys a question for the two of you. I guess you can chime in too. Do we rate games retrospectively? Like if I rate, do I rate it for the time? I always 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 rate rate what I play. If you you haven't, yeah, okay. I I, I rate for the time. You played at the. Well, you haven't played this in a while, right? So I rate for the time it was released. Like it's. I don't think it's fair to say. But you that played it then. I I think you can do whatever. Yeah, that helps. But I. 
I mean, I think you can rate whichever way you want. Just preface it by talking, saying you like, have a whole article on this. how you rate these. Yeah, but I haven't really stuck to that, have I? Actually, by that article, then I'm even more confident about my nine because you think I've people recommended... should play this game right now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I've recommended this game more successfully to people than any other game. Uh, back when it was this and Uncharted 2. I played this with a whole family full of people that prior to this had thought that they didn't like video games and that they didn't let their children play any violent video games. And we played it together as a family. And I would argue that this is a damn violent game. I tried to... Yeah. Oh, this is a one of my <laughs> One of the times I tried to run through this, Forget that. I, I it... tried to play it be- because I'd heard that this game is very cinematic mm-hmm. and that and that people might just be able to sit there and watch it as kind of like a movie experience right i tried to play this with an ex watching and the amount of shooting between cutscenes was so bad that i couldn't maintain any do you think that was part of your negative reaction to the amount of shooting was that memory of you not being able to watch it with someone that you cared about it's very possible yeah that makes a lot of sense it might have led to like an increased perception of the violence in the game because you were just trying to I'm like, Play it for come the story. On, I just need to get to yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Uh, I give it a nine. I think it changed my idea of what games could be. Honestly, more important than that, and that's probably not even true. I just said that in preparation for this. It made me appreciate movies more. It was the first game that I played that I was reminded, oh, movies are fun. Like it's cool to watch things, even if I'm not involved. Which, as silly as it sounds, in 2007 was kind of a new thing for me. I did not grow up appreciating movies. I did not. There's just not, I mean, it's still not something I really care all that much about, but I think this was the first time where I realized movies could be fun and like an adventure and sort of like a, that games could be something I could get involved in without almost that, almost like the exact thing you mentioned without like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's not even like I'm moving the story along. I'm just participating in it. It is, it is like an interesting middle ground between a movie and what I had prior to this had considered a game, which is like Sim City, where every step of the way my interaction is required you know um but i think the voice acting was really good it was the beginning of a whole like a whole series of these games that are just awesome and i think that i think yeah they're just really well done in a way that i can't really identify like any concrete aspect of other than i think the environment design was pretty good even you know given that it wasn't open world and what they had available to them at the time and the voice acting was awesome. And I think it really led to some chemistry between the characters and the writing only helped that as well. I, I also think that it, it's something I would feel very confident writing to people, especially people who, you know, have a more casual relationship with games or who are interested in what game storytelling can be like. I think the Uncharted trilogy is a, a good example of here's what games are doing. Like this is what they were like then and kind of what they're becoming like. I would give it also a nine. I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but when I like, I love Indiana Jones movies. I love the mummy and playing this game really, I actually recently watched the mummy again and was reminded how much this game made me think of those kinds of movies. And I love that type of movie. It felt so natural. Just what people said, the reactions, their emotions. It just, I could see it happening like if i was in that situation i could see myself saying that i could see myself having those kinds of interactions i would kill to meet sully like for me to be able to say that with a game where i'm actually making this character like a real person you know it's it's interesting it makes me think that you and i are like rating this game based off the cutscenes. maybe 
But at the same time, what I mentioned earlier is like when you make headshots, and like, I remember the first yeah, time yeah. that he was like, "Ooh, headshot!" or like whatever. I laughed because I was like, "Oh, like, that's hilarious!" Like he's being such a clown while he's shooting these people. Like it, it actually made a little bit. I mean, I was just thinking about it right now. In hindsight, I actually want to say that you probably kill more people in this game than like Goldeneye, for instance, which was like you're playing an assassin. Yeah, and your your job is to kill people. You probably kill more people in this game than you do in that. And you're don't just worry a- about it. You only kick, kill six people and their clones. Right. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like even though you're killing all these people, like it actually almost ends up being a little bit lighthearted. Not that killing is good, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really well done. And you know, despite you know, of course, like things not necessarily looking. The most pristine as they could, whatever. Like I think that all of the interactions that I got with it, and like the emotions I got from playing it, made up for that. Yeah, and it was, it was just great. I think if I if I thought about it in more of like a will way, where I really included and sort of like prioritized how the gameplay aligns with the story and stuff like that, and really thought about a lot, a lot thought about my rating a lot more cerebrally, or maybe more to the point, if I played games in a different way, it would definitely get at least a point or two lower i think it would not it would be less of a like a really good game to me if i really thought about it in that way but i i want to make it very clear that to me this is a game that managed to draw me in and once i was drawn in i gave it a nine i think i think that's fairly important to my rating so i was kind of torn between when i want when i want to rate the game i think i think i've settled on an eight there was a lot uh, you know as much as will wanted to not like a lot of the stuff in this game i think there was a lot to like if you just look at the game as a game and you know not try to nitpick a lot of the things there's a lot of just immense you know immense story there's a lot of action i I like you know the um the third person you know i thought that fit well whereas you know versus say trying to do this as like a first person shooter or something like that i thought that was a good choice i liked that you know as alberto was saying too it was there was some humor thrown in, you know, um, with a lot of what was going on. But at the same time, it's supposed to be you're in this crazy environment. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that just, you know, when you look at it, you're like, okay, you know, it's a fun game to play. Now, saying that, I, I do see, you know, I mean, if you look at it, especially from looking at it, you know, playing it, say, currently, um, you know, I mean, it doesn't compare to, the, you know, the series now that are you know, or, or more recent, or or even other uh, other games that are more recent. You know, uh, obviously the graphics and some of the controls and such, uh, they suffer. They suffer from the time period they're in. Whether that's just the programmers at the time just didn't have the skills, uh, whether it's hard, hardware constraints, time constraints, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it suffered. It's it's not a um, it's not a perfect game. They do, you know, you know, it's a series, and as you is you know, definitely seeing at least I've seen the next. Uh, game they make a lot of improvements that where they've faltered in this game so yeah i mean i think an eight's fair you know um anywhere in that seven and a half to eight and a half range uh would be a fair one too um having said that i would recommend this to everybody if you're going to if you have a ps3 i definitely think you should play this trilogy. play the game yeah there, there's no reason definitely start not with to. one yeah no, yes. you want to start yeah. I mean, you gotta play it in order yeah yes. i mean the game the the stories build upon each other anyways like the second you'll be Maybe well, lost just, with it. maybe just no, skip I'm not spoiling. Three. Yeah, I'm not spoiling. I'm, I'm just saying that nope. like no there's a lot of things that. that two takes for granted that you already know from and not in, in any kind of story way. But the character wise, the character wise, yeah, yeah. 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 
But it's a, it's still a fun, it's a fun series. I mean, if you look at like a lot of other games that are out there, it's a fun game. And honestly, especially now, like if you if you're just looking for something to play, it doesn't cost a ton of money. It's not, you know, you don't you're not throwing down sixty dollars. You know, you're throwing down maybe ten bucks, and you know what? I think it's worth every single penny easily for that. And especially now, it holds up. I'm yeah. not gonna say you're gonna be. You have a fun time. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna come out and be like, unless you're wow, that's the you know, very uh, this game is the. You know, I mean, it has flaws. You're not going to come out and say this was perfect by any means. But you know what? It's a fun game. It's worth it. Plus, it leads to Uncharted 2, yeah. which is a selling point on its own. Yeah, and it, it, it's a good series. I could see why, um, you know, I had not really thought of this series before just picking it up now. Um, and I could see, you know, why people enjoy the series, why people were looking forward to the fourth one coming out on PS4. You know? I literally came... Yeah, when during E3, when I saw the Uncharted 4. I'm not going to video, lie. I rolled I, like, my eyes a little bit. I was like, okay, predictable. I, I was so well, yeah, happy. You know, they, I was so happy. I was also like, are, are all like that now. It's all sequels. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of uh, Uncharted Drake's Fortune. As always, please be sure to. That's what? not what we are. We're not an episode of Uncharted. <laughs> Sorry. You need this episode on. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Rewind. I'll read. Rewind. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening to another Motive Pixels podcast on Uncharted Drake's Fortune. And uh, always be sure to check out our website, emotivepixelspodcast.com. And also be sure to like us on Facebook, our Facebook page, Motive Pixels Podcast. And, of course, check out our iTunes. Review us. Yes, please review Do us. It. Please. Also, check out Emotive Pixels, the photography page. It's very different from us. <laughs> Shameless plugs. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys.